uh, a three-week preaching series about giving entitled, In God We Trust. And so over the next three weeks, Father Garrick and and I are going to talk about money, our relationship with money, and why it matters to our spiritual well-being. And I know that it's a bit of a dilemma that we're going to talk about money and giving when, in fact, you know, we, we as a parish, myself, or salaries, we depend on, on giving. We, we depend on that for the upkeep of the parish, for the programs we run. Nothing comes from the archdiocese. It all comes from donations. So it may may seem a bit self-serving to talk about giving, but the thing is, I, I really don't care how much you give to the church or to charity in general. I very much care about why you give what you give to the church or charity. I very much care about whether what you say you prioritize and value, whether that aligns with what you actually spend your time and money on. But before we can even get to the idea of why we give, we need to talk about our relationship with money because it is terribly important. It's terribly important to our daily life, and it is even more important to our spiritual well-being. See, the thing is, Jesus talked about money all the time. Other than the kingdom, than the kingdom of God, he talked about money, treasure, material wealth. He talked about it more than anything. He saw it as very much tied to our spiritual well-being. Jesus even went so far as to say, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. For where your treasure is, there your heart heart will will be also. That's really important because You know, we think, oh, where our heart is, that's where our treasure is going to go. That's where we're going to invest our time, our talent, our money is where our heart is. Jesus says it's actually the other way around. Where your treasure is, that's where your heart will be. And he goes on to say, for no one can serve two masters. You cannot serve God and wealth. And think about the parable we just heard. In the parable we just heard, people are are unwilling to come to the wedding banquet, which is the metaphor for the kingdom of God, because they want to get on with building their material, material wealth. Tell those who have been invited, look, I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and my fat calves have been slaughtered and everything is ready. 
come to the wedding banquet. But the people made light of it and went away, one to his farm, another to his business. They would rather work for themselves than share in the banquet that was prepared for them, that they are being personally invited to. This parable is about those who refuse to trust that the kingdom of God is actually for them, is actually even a good thing. The kingdom that Jesus is always talking about is a place where joy and peace and forgiveness reign, a place where we find purpose and meaning in life. Yet they don't trust in it. We too are invited into that kingdom. Our Heavenly Father wants us to enter into the banquet. He wants us to experience the joy and the hope, the peace and fulfillment that come to us through His Son, Jesus. We are personally being invited in. Do we trust in God? Do we trust in Jesus? Because in the parable, many of those invited would rather place their trust in their own ability to build up enough material wealth and possessions to be happy and at peace. But really, how often does that actually work out? Spending time and energy on acquiring possessions and wealth, does it really lead to ever feeling satisfied and as if we have enough? You know, in a survey, they asked people how much money would they need to, to, to earn in order to feel satisfied, to feel as if their salary was enough to provide for their family, save a bit for the future. And the answer, no matter the income level, was always 20 to 25% more than they had at the moment. And it didn't matter how much they earned. You know, a grocery store clerk earning 18 bucks an hour wanted 20, 25% more. A teacher earning 65,000 a year or the VP of a company earning 200,000, they all felt that 20% more, that's would be enough. Well, that tells us it's never really enough. If we put our trust in money, it's never really enough. There's always a nicer car to get, a bigger home to get, a better vacation to go on. It's never enough. It's actually amazing the, percent, the, the number of people who earn in the top 10% of income in our country. To earn the, in the top 10% of our income in Canada, you need about $120,000 household income. You're, that, that's, that puts you in the top 10% in Canada. And it's amazing how many people in that top 10% don't, can't even find any money to save. They aren't, still aren't able to save anything. We are bombarded with messages to, to spend more all the time. We are constantly bombarded with ideas that we need to get, you know, the, uh, uh, a better car with all the latest apps and gizmos and cameras, so, you know, because this is too hard, you know, to back up this way, you have to, 
You have to have it on a screen. The screen that on some car, I was looking at a Tesla the other day, and that screen in the Tesla is bigger than the first TV we owned as a family, I think. It's ginormous. And, it, and it's, but it, and it doesn't just start, it's, it's not just, you know, cars. It, it happens with everything. You know, we need a, a house that's, that, that we're, that's bigger so that all our kids can have their own room when, you know, hardly anybody I know my age, the only kids I know who had their own room growing up were only children. If you had brothers and sisters when I was a kid, you were, at one point you were sharing a room with them. But now oh, each kid needs their own room. And so what do you end up doing? We end up going further and further afield. We go further and further out to find homes that are affordable out there, but that requires a second car. Now, the second car, you can get one with, that, that you actually have to do this on, though. But, you know, the first car has all the bells and whistles. The second car, you you got to lean back, go old school. But then, and then the kids grow up, and you can't, you can't go anywhere without driving, so you got to get kids a car. It's like this vicious circle that ends up happening. And even smaller ticket items, you know, new clothes, new appliances, new streaming services or whatever, you know... You, you go looking for appliances, and fridges have TVs on them now. Not to actually show a television program, to show you what's inside the fridge, because this is too hard. It's nuts. All of it promises to make our life better. That with this, we're going to be truly satisfied, we're going to have enough, we're, we, our life is going to be great. But it never does. None of it, none of it truly satisfies. St. Paul today says, I have learned to be content with whatever I have. I know what it is to have little, and I know what it is to have plenty. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. And then Paul goes on to thank the, the people in Philippi, the people he's writing to, he thanks them for, the finan for financially supporting his ministry because they've been, they've been helping him out financially. So he thanks them for that, for, for sharing in the work of, of sharing the good news. But he goes on to say, my God, my God will fully satisfy every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. He's not saying that they're going to be financially blessed by God because they gave to his ministry. He's saying that God is the one who fully satisfies our desires. He's the one who makes us realize that we are enough, that his love is enough. Paul is saying his treasure is in God. That's where he finds riches, where he finds purpose and meaning. That's where his heart is, because that's where he's put his treasure, in God. Therefore, the financial circumstances that he, that he finds himself in, the financial circumstances, he says, that we experience, they're still important, they still matter, but they're not the be-all and end-all. Those things get put in the proper perspective when we put God first, when we put our trust in God first. 
This coming week, I would love for you to think about your priorities. What do you want for your family, for the people you care about? What do you want for yourself? What values do you want for them? What values do you want to live by? Do you want them to know that they are truly and deeply loved for who they are? Do you want them to have a sense of purpose and find fulfillment? Do you want them to have good morals and ethics, to be honest and forthcoming? Do you want them to care about justice, the environment, helping others? Do you want them to care about building a better tomorrow? Do you want them to find value in faith and in a relationship with God? I'm asking you to think about that this coming week. What is it that you truly value? What is it that you truly want? What do you prioritize? What do you want to prioritize? And then, then, I want you to look at your credit card statements, at your debit card statements, at your agenda for this past month. Do they align? Are the things that you spend your money and your time on aligned to the things that you want to value and prioritize? And maybe they do. But maybe there are areas where they don't. I know a family that was planning a, a family vacation to a resort down south. And, you know, they have a few kids, so it was going to cost a pretty penny to go down there. Especially nowadays, it's like the, it, it costs a fortune to go away. But so they're planning this trip down south. But before they even got to the point where they booked it, the parents saw that he says, well, the kids are arguing about who's going to sit next to whom on the plane. Who's going to room with whom in the, in, when they get down there. It was causing fights and hurt feelings, and they hadn't even left yet. And the dad, the dad said to himself, you know, when I was a kid, every year, we piled into the family car. We drove to, for six hours to this tiny little rented house where all four kids that he grew up with, he's, he's one of four, where all four kids were stuffed in the same room in bunk beds. He says, and those, those are the happiest times of his childhood. Those are his best memories. That's when he felt closest to his brothers and sisters. He and his wife wanted to go on a trip down south to spend time together as a family, to get away from all the, the activities, the sports, the work, the school, to spend some time together and to grow closer as a family. But he realized that the trip that he was planning wasn't going to accomplish that. It was not going to help his family live out the values he wanted to instill in them. So, so they actually canceled the trip. And they found something they could do all together that would help them grow closer. And the thing is, I really respect and admire that decision they made to invest in what really matters to them and not squander their resources on something they know is not aligned to their real priorities. 
I believe God wants to be part of your life. In fact, he wants to be part of every aspect of your life, not just of your Sunday mornings. I believe he wants to help you to find alignment in your life, including your your financial life. That's why this week I'm going to ask you to think about your finances. Think about what you spend your money on. Is it aligned to what you want for your life? For your hopes and dreams? Is it aligned to what you want for your family? Is it aligned to the hopes and dreams God has for you and for your loved ones? Because if it isn't aligned, it's probably working at cross purposes. Because as Jesus himself said, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. If you're here, it's probably because you actually believe in Jesus. It's probably because you actually believe in God. But believing in Jesus and believing Jesus are two different things. Do we believe Jesus when where your treasure is, there your heart will be also? Do we trust, really trust, in God and in Jesus?